sure you are. It's me, Jake. Hello. I'm here. I'm on the ball. I've done it. It's well. I wouldn't say on the ball. It might be a bit. It might be a bit after three. Oh, and also, I've got my nose completely. I went in for a swim. It's a bit cold today, as always, in the water lately. Um, but I'm here. We did it. We're here. We did it. Nobody's, uh, at least as far as I know, nobody's overthrowing the government today. Um, and uh, it's Motivational Monday. Bueno. It means good. Hello, everyone. I'm just trying to get tuned in on the... Uh, I'm now interacting as me on Facebook, on the iPad, so that I can say hello to whoever is here to say hello to. Um, and I'm assuming that that's going to... This silly uh, internet is really not helping me completely right now. Um, but I am here, and I'm glad you're here. If, you are, if in fact, you are here, um, I am glad you're here. And I'm about to say hello to you, if you are here. So just know that. Uh, and I think it's happening right now. Oh, gosh. I can see that 16 people are here. Oh, there you are. Bueno. Julie. Good to see you. Oh, let's go back to the top here. Keys. Greetings. Rachel. Happy Monday, David. Greetings. Dave. Joan. Keith. Ouija. You're on time. Dave. Julie. I said to you hello. Oh, boy. Marvelous Monday, Brad. Yes, sir. Christopher. Dayton. Hello. Um, the shirt, I'm doing it, I'm as bueno as I possibly can right now. Uh, <coughs> Mary Vis Vincent, no bueno. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> you want a queso shirt? Uh, yeah, who doesn't want a queso shirt, Scott? And Scott, thank you for the information about your uh, van, the van information you sent me. I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> happy first Tuesday from Free Parlors Northeast Headquarters. Yes, Bob, I understand. Probably well. If you were already on Parlor and you had downloaded it, you would be able to communicate with your little friends right now. But uh, it just is a little hiccup. Um, but I'm sure that uh, for the most part, whatever you need to talk about, you can accomplish on the available platforms. Um, <sighs> yeah, those who aren't here are not here. Yes, Brad, that is correct. Snow day in Mon Monroe, Louisiana. Wow, you had to work in the hotel. Laura, snow in Louisiana. That's exciting. You saw a mask that looked like tortillas. Those sound pretty good, Mary. I'd love to see those. Um, three inches of snow keys in... You had three inches of snow in Austin? Wow, wow. Um, that is... Uh, that's, that's a lot of snow for Austin, uh, Texas, as far as my understanding of Austin, Texas goes. I mean, the reason to move there is they don't have snow. That's one of the big reasons. Music, there's no snow. There's a bridge that a lot of bats fly out from under every day at sunset. That's exciting. Um, <coughs> those are some great things about Austin, Texas. Also, the Lyndon Johnson Presidential Library is worth the trip. They have a animatronic Lyndon Johnson. Um, it's... Don't miss it. That's all I can tell you. So, it is Motivational Monday. Um... What does that mean? Well, I haven't, you know, I looked up, I did decide on something to talk about for Motivational Monday, um, but uh, <laughs> Mary, you're no thanks on the bats. I'm telling you, the bats are pretty great. You get on that bridge and the bats fly out from under the bridge and head towards some kind of swampy 
place where they eat bugs all night, and uh, so you're you, they're not anywhere near you. You just see them all go out, and and I don't know hundreds of thousands of bats take off across the sky in this river of bats flying off to consume insects for the night, and it's pretty spectacular, uh, I'd have to say. Um, Keys, yes, the LBGA library is awesome. You were vouching for that. I'm happy to hear it. Um, Bob, you say I have Trump with me, and he wants to know if he can use my account to get a couple of things off his chest. Well, Bob, I'm sorry, and I hate to I hate to disappoint the president, but uh, I don't I don't allow any of the presidents to uh, to use my social media. I haven't so far, and I'd like to continue that. Um, ooh, next time, get on the bat boat and watch from the river. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good one, Keys. Although you could get poop, you could get bat poop on you if you do that. Um, but I suppose they probably don't poop uh, when they've just taken off because they poop where they sleep under the bridge. At least that's how I think bat poop works. Um, Joan, you're worried about a bat getting stuck in your hair. Yeah, well, that is a legitimate concern. But if you watch from the bridge, as I'm recommending, the chances of that happening are very, very slim. Um, so. Uh, I saw a lot of moon bats on Facebook today. I don't know what moon bats are, but <laughs> that sounds like some kind of slur thing, um, Dave. So, uh, yeah, Mary, I'm with you. The bat boat sounds sounds uh, a little bit horrifying. <laughs> Gianni Alfredo Sharapa. Sh- oh, John. Uh, you know what's crazy? Bat shit. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks, John. Uh, the bat boat does sound like a crime-fighting vehicle because it is a crime-fighting vehicle. And uh, you know what else is a crime-fighting vehicle? All of us. We're fighting crime all the time. Because when you are about to do crime, you can choose to not do crime. And now you're a crime fighter. How about that? Winning the internal crime battle um, one heart at a time. Brad, one bat can eat two million mosquitoes a year? That is a lot of mosquitoes. That's way more mosquitoes than I can eat in a year, I'd have to say. Although I haven't ever really put my mind to it. Um, uh, Amy, hello to you in Georgia. Scott says, I had a Twilight boat reservation with a band for South by Southwest, but that didn't happen. I'm, I'm sorry for you, Scott. That sounds... They let you bring a cooler on the bat boat. Wow. Man, the more I learn about this bat boat, the more I thought I wasn't interested, and I now I feel like I was wrong. But then again, you never know. <laughs> Bob, you, your college intramural team was the Wombats? I find that hard to believe. We don't have Wombats in America, and uh, I don't think he went to college in uh, Australia where they have Wombats. But uh, I could be wrong about that. You're you're a man of you're a man of international intrigue, Bob. All right. So, um, what is my motivational Monday? Man, pick something that you want to do. Pick something that you want. It's the beginning of the year. I'm not talking about a New Year's resolution. Um, <laughs> Laura says, Jake, I think you surprise yourself with the number of anything you could eat if you put your mind to it. And Laura, I have to I have to say that that is undoubtedly true. I probably could surprise myself um, at the number of anything I could eat if I put my mind to it. Um, 
Flavia, your internet was out and you're just back in. Well, congratulations. You haven't missed a lot, but there's been a lot of bat talk at the beginning of this episode. Um, so, uh, for Motivational Monday... <laughs> all right, Bob, send me a picture of the Wombat jersey. Um, how, how are we getting through this? How, how are you getting through this? Pan- this thing seems like this pandemic seems like it's going to be going on a little bit longer than... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Motivational Monday got hijacked by Bat Monday. Um, well, I'm trying to think of uh, what I'm gonna, what I want to do this year. Some goal that I can set for myself that's achievable in terms of a feat of strength. I don't, I don't know if this is going to be the year that I'm able to do a jiu-jitsu tournament. I hope so, um, and uh, I don't know if this is going to be the year that I get to return to the stand-up comedy stage. I hope so. Um, I am enjoying doing this show, and so I'm dedicated to making this show a little bit better in terms of deciding what we're going to do each day. More specifically, I'm going to have a guest on on Thursday. That's exciting. My old podcast partner, Nigel, is going to zoom on with me if I can make that work. And I have confidence that with the four days I have to prepare for it, I'm going to be able to do that. Um, so I'm working on this show, and uh, I'm working on my stand-up act for when I am able to come back and do stand-up. I'm watching some instructional um, jiu-jitsu videos. There's three things to do in Austin. The LBJ Library, done it. Bat Boat, done it. Esther's Follies, I have to need it. I need it. Um, yes, Flavia, orange is the energi- energizing, motivating color, and that's why I've worn this shirt. The Bueno. Laura says her high school mascot was the Vikings. They aren't exactly thick on the ground in modern-day Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, the Vikings. I think we're still allowed to ha- to have Vikings. Are we're proud of our Viking heritage? Uh, the uh, indigenous Americans, once they decide what they'd like to be called, I don't know if they want to be uh, if they want to be a uh, if they want to be a uh, Mascot, but we'll see. Um, we're having pan-ta- pancakes there, Bob. Your favorite local breakfast rest- breakfast restaurant, Claude. Ooh, this thing is hard to hit. Sit close to home. Yeah, um, I get it. Yeah, I was worried about Nigel too. He's been he went up to Canada and he's been back, but he'll be able to tell us all about that on Thursday. Um, so we got to think of things that we're going to do this year. I'm thinking of some physical things I want to do. Uh, since I've been swimming in the ocean, I'm starting to think I'd like to try and do some ocean swim for, for distance to see how far I can go. I, I'm going to try and compute how many lifeguard stands is a mile and see if I can work up to a mile swim on my ocean. Maybe not while it's quite this cold, but maybe. Um, and so I ha- I can tell you what I have learned from my now. I started on Halloween, so that's November and December, half of January. So my two and a half months of almost daily um swimming in the cold ocean uh, is uh, that uh, the hardest thing about doing it is deciding you're going to do it and so I would say to take that lesson um, to some goal that you want to pick a goal for yourself whether it's a physical goal or you want to perform or you want to start a writing project or whatever you want to do you want to decide that you're going to do it and spend some time deciding that you're going to do it. Don't just say, oh, I'd like to write a novel and then start writing. You really need to spend some time and decide that you're going to do it and what it's like going to be like when you're finished doing it. 
And once you really have totally decided you're going to do it, and this was quitting smoking too for me, once I decided that I was going to quit smoking and I said I don't smoke anymore, it was much easier, it wasn't easy to quit smoking and it's not easy to swim in the ocean every day, but it's much easier when you've decided that you're going to do it. So this is the thing that I do, so I'm going to do the thing that I do. And once you've decided that you're going to quit smoking, then you're a non-smoker. And if you're a non-smoker and you want a cigarette, I know this sounds retarded. Well, you can't even say retarded, can you? I know this sounds idiotic. But uh, non-smokers don't smoke. So if you are a non-smoker, you can't smoke. Um, I don't think dolphins do want to murder you. But maybe they do. (laughs) What's the water temperature these days? It is 57 degrees here in the Santa Monica Bay, which is cool enough. Uh, Phil, you'd like to send me your novel. Um, Well, I hesitate to say that I'd like you to send me your novel because I've made this mistake before where I've said I'd love to read your novel. And I can say I I would love to have read your novel, but I'm not sure that uh, I can read your novel because I've said that I'd love to read your novel to other people who then sent me their novel. And upon reading their novel, I've realized... But I didn't love reading their novel. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm interested in your novel, though. Um, if you'd like to send it to me, I can try and see if I'm able to read it. <laughs> I don't even know how to spin doctor this down. Um, <clears throat> so, um, Rich, you say, when your friends ask you how you quit smoking, you tell them you had to stop smoking cigarettes in order to quit, not just say I was. Yeah, that is true. That is true. It is. That is what's tricky about this type of conversation is you really have to get past the idea that it sounds idiotic, the advice that I'm giving or that you're giving here, which is if you're, if you're, uh, if you're a non-smoker, you don't smoke. And so when you have the urge to have a cigarette, your identity is, I'm not a smoker. So non-smokers don't, so I'm not going to have a cigarette. And I'm a guy who swims in the ocean every day, regardless of what temperature it is. So there's not a debate in my mind about, is it cold? It's roughly the same temperature as it was yesterday, always. The ocean is always roughly the same temperature that it was yesterday. That's how big it is. It's always roughly the same temperature as it was yesterday. We're on a cooling trend now, but starting in roughly March, we'll be on a warming trend. And so you decide that you're going to do it. You decide what you're going to do before you do it. Then you break up what you're going to do into little tiny steps. And then you do the first step. And once you've done the first step, or while you're doing the first step, you begin to take the second step, and you focus on the step that you're on, and you will complete uh, your destination, and that sounds also idiotic, and I do realize that, but in going to swim in the ocean every day, these steps are figure out what time you're going to go, and I know from experience now that I like to go between, between um, you know, roughly 10 and one in the afternoon because that gives me time to be it takes about an hour from when I walk out the door to when I'm out of the shower and I can do something else because I gotta walk down there and walk back so the steps are 
I decide when I'm wanna, when I'm going to go, and then I put on the the trunks, I put on the sweatpants, I put on the fleece jacket, my hat. I have a little string backpack that's got the flippers in it and a towel. I get all that stuff on and ready. I walk, put the mask on. I walk down the hill. As I'm walking down there, I'm breathing in through my nose, out through my mouth, kind of trying to keep my breath calm and oxygenate myself. And I'm thinking to myself that I'm, uh, I'm preparing my body to get in this water and it's going to be the same as it was yesterday. I always feel better afterwards than I do uh, when I went in. Like when I'm walking into the surf, I always feel better than that when I'm walking out of the surf. That's that's, That's true of every time I've done it. I always feel better coming out than in. And this is something that I can tell you from experience, but that you won't know until you do something like this. But uh, the other thing that's always true is I, most of the time, doubt that that is going to be the case while I'm walking down to the beach. So when I'm doubting that I'm going to feel better afterwards than I, than I do when I get out, I tell myself I am. And I believe myself because the evidence is in my favor as far as that goes. So those are the steps. Then I get to the beach. I put down my towel. I take off my kit, I roll it up in the towel, I put my flippers in one hand, I walk into the beach, as soon as the water's up to my knees, I set the timer for 10 minutes, I dive, I walk out, and as soon as the water's up to my hips or my waist, I dive in, put the flippers on, kick out past the break in the surf, and then just uh, hang out out there. I do a few forward rolls in the water because uh, F that cold ocean, I'm putting my head under three, four, five six times while I'm out there at least just because I'm not going to be out there acting like I'm some kind of a wimp who didn't put his head under. (laughs) People ask you sometimes, do you put your head under? It's like, yeah, I put my head under. Um, And so I break it into those steps and I knock it out that way. So you break it into steps and you knock it out. And sometimes when I'm out there and it feels cold or the surf is really big and I have to really kick into the waves to keep from getting flipped backwards on my way out... Um, I pretend, and this is another tip that you can do when you're having a tough go, when you're in the middle of something, that you're having a tough go of it. Um, one of the things I do is I uh, pretend that I'm coaching someone else through the tough time. And I, by that, I mean I'm actually talking to myself. Self-talk, yeah, that's what you're talking about, Mary. You're talking about, I'm talking about self, self-talk. Um <laughs> Uh, okay, see, Dave, yeah, thanks. You're, you're talking about the temperature out there. Do I see any animals in the water? I can answer that. Um, Scott, you're speaking of books. Don't get close to the dolphins. <laughs> Put the marriage in trouble, yeah. Scott's saying, just finished Noir by Christopher Moore. Yeah, I finished Noir, too. Um, I'm friends a little bit with Christopher uh, Scott, and so he gifted me that book, and I really enjoyed it. All of his books are, are pretty great. In, uh, in San Francisco. And if you're a fan of Christopher Moore, you can look back at old episodes of my podcast. He's interviewed me. He interviewed me after my final letterman, and uh, I've had him on a couple times to talk. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're, so we're talking about self-talk. Um, so uh, I pretend that I'm coaching someone else through a tough time. So when I'm in that cold water, or when I'm on those waves... 
I say, oh, you really got to put your head down and kick into this, or I know this is cold, but you come out the other side, you always feel better afterwards than you did when you went in, um, or you can do this, I know you can do this, I've seen you do this before, or I know this is tough, but you're going to, you're you can make it. Or if you think that you're not going to last the full amount of time, you just tell yourself, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go one more minute and see how I feel. But you imagine that there's, that you're, you're outside yourself and you have to pep talk yourself through it. I know that that also sounds idiotic, but if you can grasp that concept, anytime that I've done anything hard, I've gone on a really long run in the past when I've had to do something like that or I've been on a I've been on some motorcycle rides that were so cold it was challenging you just have to kind of pep talk yourself through it get outside yourself and pretend that you're pep talking yourself or someone else through it that <laughs> sometimes it's hard to pep talk yourself because I think we don't always uh, like ourselves as much <laughs> as we like other people so if you're having trouble pep talking yourself Think of someone you love and pretend that you're pep-talking them through it. Protect, pretend you're pep-talking your, your spouse or your daughter or your best friend or some other kid that you really care about and you, you want them to have the, the experience of completing something difficult. Um, it's weird to think to try and pep-talk your kid through quitting smoking, but <laughs> pretend, you're trying to, pretend you're trying to talk an eight-year-old out of having another cigarette. <laughs> Sorry that I'm cracking myself up, but I'm having a pretty good Monday. I'm having a better Monday than I than I thought I was going to have. Um, <laughs> Bob, you're saying you appreciate the detail, but you want to draw the line if I get into shrinkage. I'm not going to get into shrinkage. Um, thank you. Uh, so I'm scrolling back up here. Your water temperature is 66, and it's too cold for you. Um, well, Keith, I don't know how to help you there. I uh, saw something funny here in Austin, Keith says, while it was snowing. There were these kids making snow angels. One kid was laying face down. I thought about doing the face down snow angel keys when I made that video that I put in the chat of me doing the face, the snow angel in my, in my shorts the other day. Um, so, uh, where are we here? Flavia says, you know what I miss? The sauna. I used to go to the gym three or four days a week. I love it. Eventually have to get my own sauna. Yeah, Flavia, I that's something you could put in the chat. I've looked for ba- I've looked at barrel saunas on the internet. We've got we've got this old playhouse of our daughters, you know, that's one of those had a sandbox uh, in the bottom and then above that was a little platform with a kind of a tent over it and then monkey bars on one side. And uh, a few years ago I put in paving stones on the inside and that was going to be her science lab and now it's where the bunny goes during the day in that old play structure and what I want to do is tear that play structure out and put in a barrel sauna um oh I see you are referencing that uh ocean temperature thing yeah I've looked at the ocean temperature thing um and the range there so I think I don't think we're going to get down quite to our minimum here in Santa Monica which is around 52 degrees I don't think we're going to get all the way down to that this uh, winter, which is, uh, I was hoping we would because I wanted to see if I could do that. But I think probably realistically we're only going down to 55 or 54, which is only a couple degrees, but sometimes that can be significant. Um, So um, I'm kind of, so I'm kind of 
scrolling through here. Oh, Cindy, you're saying mindset is essential. Uh, you're right, non-smoker for 18 years. I was finally was successful quitting after numerous attempts, and I decided I wanted to be a non-smoker, then I wanted to be a smoker. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true, Cindy. Uh, there's a book out there by Alan Carr that I can't remember the name of right now that has to do with non-smoking, but it's basically this same kind of idea that we were talking about. Um, <laughs> what kinds of motorcycles have I owned, Gary is asking. Um, well, yes, I can tell you that. I, ha I started off with a Honda VFR 75, I think it was the 750. It's a Honda 750, um, and VFR was kind of the model-y number of it, uh, and that would have been a, a probably late 80s model. I bought it used, and that was the most fun motorcycle I had to ride. Well, maybe not the most fun, but I really enjoyed that bike, and that's what I got first. And then I bought a, um, then I bought a Harley, um, FLHS, I think is what they called it. It's like the big one that has, it had plastic saddlebags in the back, but instead of a, a big metal fairing on the front end, it just had a plexiglass windshield. And I really loved that bike, but I kind of couldn't relate to the other Harley guys, as I've said here before, because you got your hardcore bikers, and those guys are nicer than you think they're going to be. They're very, I, I really enjoyed those guys, the ones that I met, the, the biker guys, where the Harley is their most valuable possession or one of their most valuable possessions and then the other people who own harleys are the doctors and lawyers and uh, weekend warrior guys and i'm not going to say douchebags but uh, the dentist who rides his harley for one hour on the weekend to the place where then he drinks a beer in his leather outfit and pretends he's a biker uh, I wasn't crazy about those guys, but I realized that I was more in that demographic outside of riding the motorcycle than, than I was uh, with the hardcore biker guys, who I liked more. And so the Harley, the, just the, the whole image that went with it, I couldn't figure out how I fit into that. And I was more of a nerd, science nerd, and I had a BMW, um, the, the Boxer, the, the, the interposed twin, um, R100GS. It's a 1,000cc motorcycle, but the R100GS 1988. And I had some Al Jesse aluminum uh, side bags on it that I loved. Al Jesse is a guy who makes aluminum motorcycles bags from Iowa. I'm assuming he still is making them or he has some family business that's making them. And those are my three bikes that I had. But it's been years since I've, since I've done that. Ed, thank you. Easy to stop smoking, Alan Carr. There you go. Um, uh, oh, I see. It's Saona, not Sauna. Yes, Saona, Saona. Yes, I, I did know that, Uma. Thank you for, thank you for helping me. Uh, Saona. My friend Michael has a Saona that he. I know. I'm kind of. I act, now. I'm, now I'm so into how I'm supposed to say it. Um, Nikki Glazer has said that Alan Carr's book, Easy Way to Stop Smoking, is how she stopped smoking. Hmm. Yeah. I I think it's a good book. If But it's, again, it's that type of advice that doesn't make... You have to really get the deep... Under, you got to get the understanding of the understanding, as Walter Wolfman Washington will put it. you got to have the understanding of the understanding. you got to grok that Alan Carr book in order to, for it to work. Um, but there you go. 
Oh, Brad, you're saying I need to go to the Harley Fest in Milwaukee. The Harley Museum is awesome. I bet it is awesome. I mean, I do love all the Harley stuff. I've got a Harley hat in here that I bought when I had the bike um, that I couldn't bring myself to part with. Once you don't have the Harley, it's weird to wear the gear around, but uh, I, um, I still have the hat. Anyway, that is uh, your Motivational Monday, I think. We've we've gotten through this. We've answered a few call, uh, questions. <laughs> we've broken some things down into steps. Um, we've announced that Nigel is we. I keep saying we. I've done some of these things, and then we've done some of these things together. But I feel like uh, we are us, and they are them. But uh, we're all together here today. It's time for uh, Seize the Day. Now, tomorrow is going to be the Bible story and the letter from Grandma. But before we get to Seize the Day, let's... Let's crack the crack the children's Bible and, and uh, preview what we've got coming up tomorrow. So last week was Esau and Jacob, if you recall. Um, <laughs> Jacob, he's the naughty one. Um, and so this week is Jacob's ladder, and I think that uh, if you and it's not the uh, Tim Robbins movie, which is kind of scary. Uh, and Jacob's ladder, you'll be happy, is just a one pager. Um, so that's a quick one. Uh, so we may get into also Jacob and Rachel. But, uh, oh, Jacob and Rachel, Jacob's wedding. Man, there's a lot of Jacob stuff. Jacob's return. Um, so um, there's a lot of Jacob stuff coming up in the children's Bible. Um, so we got that tomorrow. We got a letter from, uh, letter from Grandma. Bob, read it. I thought you could buy the book and put it under your pillow and stop smoking. Well, Bob, in fact, you can. You don't have to read the book. You know what's in the book. You only need to read the book if you're having trouble believing that you're a non-smoker. Um, and then the book hopefully will help you to decide to believe that. Um, so now it's time for Seize the Day. I forgot that I even had the fart machine here, but this fart machine is here. Lady Jerry is not here today, obviously. Hopefully she'll be here tomorrow. And uh, if not, for sure, I think. For sure, I think, I hope, on Wednesday. Um, so today's Seize the Day is... I don't think I want to do that one. I don't think I want to do the one that I opened to that hadn't been done yet. But now I'm looking through here. I'm reasoning, realizing, man... Maybe, oh, here we go. Anne Frank. Anne Frank. Today's Seize the Day um, is from Anne Frank. So this is a little girl. Today's Seize the Day is, is from a little girl who knows a thing or two about a thing or two about getting through a tough time. Anne Frank. I don't think of all the misery but of the beauty that still remains. We all live with the objective of being happy. Our lives are all different and yet the same. Think of all the beauty still left around you and be happy. Anne Frank, killing it on a Monday. Uh, with her Seize the Day. Thank you to Anne Frank. Thank you to Rachel. Thank you to all of you. Um, I hope you guys have a great Monday night. Um, I love to see 
you here uh, every day too, Cindy. Thank you very much. Uh, that is very nice of you to say that. Um, Julie, you need to believe you're a non-eater. <laughs> well, <laughs> girls got to eat, Julie. So you can't. You can be. You can eat less, but let's not go all the way to non-eating. Um, baby steps. Well, what about Bob? Brad? Yeah, I remember. What about Bob? I remember that movie, Bill Murray. And uh, was it? Uh, no more panties on the rod, Richard Dreyfus. Um, that was from. Uh, oh, was that the Goodbye Girl? I think so. Neil Simon. All right, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow with a Bible story and a letter from. Oh, that was a corker. Yes, van update tomorrow. Sure thing. Reminding me, remind me if I forget, Ed. And uh, when in Austin, go to Torch's Tacos. <laughs> There's so many tacos in Austin. They act like one taco place is better than another place. But all of the taco places I went there were so good. Anyway. You got your bats, you got your tacos, you got your LBJ museum, and uh, you got a few other things. All right, I think that's it. I think I did all the things. I did all the things. The fun meter is at maximum. Have a great night. See you all tomorrow.